Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. When the Lord brought us out of captivity. Eh? We were so happy. We were just excited. And we were just praising the Lord. We felt so good. And then we felt so strong. At first, we thought we were dreaming. How we laughed. And then how we sang. We were overflowing. Then we heard the people in the area saying, Look what the Lord has done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When the Lord brought us back and restored our freedom. We felt good. Felt so we felt so strong. At first, we thought we were sisters. How we laughed. How we sang. We were overflowing. Then we heard the people say. Look, look what the Lord has done. The Lord has done great things for us. And we have been with joy. The Lord has done great things for us. And we have been with joy. song, the words. If I call you to come and stand there, you can't sing it. Raise up your hand so that I don't call you. Okay, take your pen and your paper and let's write it down. Pastor, the owner, they don't know the song. <laughs> we've been singing, I don't know whether we've been chewing granules, but so the first line, and I'm going to give you a code to remember the first letter of each line, okay? When the Lord brought us back, and restored our freedom. Now, the, the tape people are recording the songs at least a few times, isn't it? The messages are very short today. Today is a very short message. So, record the song. So, you can buy the tape and you get the song and then the message. Free, isn't it? How much is the singing cassette? 10,000. So, you get it free of charge. All right? Okay. So, the first line is, when the Lord brought us back, and restored our freedom. That's the first line. Write it the way I'm telling you. Four lines. One, line one. So that you can remember it. Otherwise, you won't remember it. And when you, when you can remember and you are singing, you will dance in your house. 
I tell you, when I was in Colombia, I was just dancing in my hotel room. When the Lord, oh, in fact, I felt so good. I felt so strong. At first, I thought I was dreaming. <laughs> okay, when the Lord brought us back and restored our freedom. Okay, that's the line one. When the Lord brought us back and restored our freedom. Have you got that? Line number two, W again. We felt so good. We felt so good. We felt so strong. We felt so good and we felt so strong. At first, we thought we were dreaming. <laughs> this is direct Psalm 126. Directly. We felt so good. We felt so strong. At first, we thought we were dreaming. Then the sisters would say, Dreaming. Okay, then the next line How we laughed. How we sang. We were overflowing. I said we were overflowing. How we laughed, how we sang, we were overflowing. And the last line, have you got it? The last line is, then we heard the, the people, the people, people who are our enemies in our offices, in our families, and people who have been looking at us, thinking that we won't make it, thinking that it won't be well with us, thinking that we won't prosper, thinking that we won't marry, thinking that we won't have children. Then we heard the people saying, look what the Lord has done. Come on now. <laughs> have you got that? Look what the Lord has done. So that is the last. Then we heard the people saying, look what the Lord has done. Okay, so how do you remember it? When the Lord brought us out. That's the first one starts with W. W for Wache. Okay. W as in Wache. And then, we felt so good. That's the second line. Isn't it? W again as in Wache. So you eat Wache twice. Then, how we laughed, as in Hausa Coco, H for Hausa Coco. How we laughed, how we sang, we were overflowing. And the last line is, then we had tea, as in Tatale. You have Tatale for dessert. Then we heard the people saying, look what the Lord has done. Amen. Have you got that? Two plates of wache, hausa cocoa, and then tatale for dessert. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. My wife said that I'm sorry too. Anyway. All right. Um, all right. The Lord has done great things for us. So that the, the last, the chorus, the Lord has done great things for us. It is the Lord has done great things for us. And we are filled with joy. That's the whole thing. The Lord has done great things for us. And we are filled with joy. The Lord has done great things for us. And we are filled with joy. With joy. With joy. Ah. If you don't like this, I don't know what you like. Man. Have you got the last two lines? The Lord has done great things for us. The Lord has done great things for us and we are filled with joy. That's all. 
Okay, you sing it twice. The Lord has done waiting for And we are filled with joy. The Lord has done great things. And we are filled with joy. 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 With joy. So joy. Write J slash O slash Y. And no trust say Joy. 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 Okay? When the, now, how many have written it down? How many do not have it yet? I will go over specially for you. If you don't, if you missed one line. All right. Uh, Ralph, where are you? Stand up. Bring the CDs and come and sell them in the uh, uh, lobby. Next Sunday. This one, do you have it? Comforter, you have? Comforter, that's who you are. To, and I get this one. When the Lord brought us out of captivity. Carry them, huh? Come and sell them. Bring them to the lobby. So go to Rafa Gospel at Circle. You buy. He has a lot of Christian music. Instead of listening to this thing, funny music on the radio, and you say that it's not you, it's the radio. When the Lord brought us back and restored us. We felt so good. We felt so. We felt so strong. Felt so strong. At first. First we thought we were dreaming, dreaming. How we sang, how we sang. Come on, we were overflowing. Then we heard the people say, "Look at what the Lord has done." Look what the Lord has. When the Lord brought us, when the Lord, He brought us out. Brought us out and restored us. W for watching, we felt so good, we felt so strong. At first, at first we thought we were free. Sisters, how we laughed, how we sang, we were overflowing. Then we heard the people, then we heard, oh yeah, the people say, Look at what the Lord, look what the Lord, oh the
when the Lord brought us out. Listen, this year, you are coming out of every captivity. Come on! Let us help you in the past in Jesus' name. And, and I tell you, at first, you think you are dreaming. Preach. I tell you, you think you are dreaming. Preach. But the Lord is doing it. I see him doing it for you this year. Woo! When the Lord brought us back and restored us. to tell them how we sang, how we laughed. We were overflowing. Ah, but you people, some of you, when you come to church, hello, when you come to church, you, you, you behave like you are United States uh, diplomats. Huh? From the German embassy. Brother, guru, huh? Is that how you say it? Guru. Tell somebody, go, go. When the Lord, now tell somebody, when the, discuss with somebody, when the Lord brought us back and restored us, we felt good, we felt so good, we felt strong, at first, we thought we Charlie, your thing is not real. It's not real. It's not real. After church, you should see people discussing. Oh, we love the lady. I will love, I will Okay. When the Lord tell the person, brought us back and restored our freedom. We felt so good. We felt so good. We felt strong. We felt so strong. First, first, we thought we were dreaming, dreaming. How we laughed, how we sang, we were overflowing. We were overflowing. Then we heard the people, the people say, "Look what the Lord, look what the Lord has done." 
I began to see people wearing wedding gowns coming to pass through here. preaching and then I saw people shouting and I saw them lifting up a wheelchair out of the crowd I couldn't believe it was happening it was like I thought at first I thought I was dreaming when I said I thought I was dreaming said dreaming I said at first I thought I was dreaming (laughs) 
You know, I couldn't, I couldn't laugh and sing so much that I had to get to my hotel to, to sing and laugh. Then I saw another wheelchair being carried. I said, what? And I saw another. At first, I thought I was dreaming. Dreaming. You shall also think you are dreaming. Dreaming. I said, you shall also think you are dreaming. Dreaming. The Lord is showing me right now. I, 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 I heard the people saying, look what the Lord has done. Look, there are several people here. I don't know who it is now. Take it right now because this is happening to you. I see several people driving brand new cars. Then you hear the people. You know how the people talk. You know how the people talk. Look what when the Lord has blessed you small. Then you hear the people talking. Look and saying. Look what the Lord has done. The Lord has done great things for us. And we are filled with joy. The Lord has done great things for us. And we are filled with joy. With joy. With joy. When the Lord is blessing you. It is said dream. I said, it is said dream. Dreaming. I said, it is said dream. dream. Dreaming. Because the Lord is about to bless you with dreaming, dreaming blessings. Dreaming. I remember I was sitting down at a conference and then they came to call me. Uh, that was uh, Dr. Yonggi Cho's uh, secretary, uh, administrative secretary, and she came to tell me, uh, Dr. Cho says that he wants you to preach at uh, Punga. I said, me? From Africa? You see, most of the people there are these big-time American pastors. So I'm the only one, one of the only people from Africa. So at first, I thought I was dreaming. Dreaming! <laughs> I went, to, I went to my hotel room. I went to my hotel room and I went to prepare. And I, I came to preach. And the Lord was wonderful, mighty. Then I was here in Ghana when I had a, a fax or an email where Yongicho is the pastor of the largest church in the world, even before you would even get to know the person. Then he had invited me, said that now, because the first time I preached, it was somebody who was sick. So come and be a reserve player, and we'll see how you perform. So after the first performance, then they sent me a letter saying, they are inviting me to be a regular player, number 11. Come and play. At first, I thought I was dreaming. Dreaming. You shall also experience dreaming blessings this year. Dreaming. <laughs> My brother, God's blessings are for you. And, and that's why I want you to sing and have faith and, and be inspired. Because God has marked you this year. He has marked you this year. Bless you.
and to encourage you. When the Lord, for the last time, brought us back and restored our freedom. We felt. Japan. You see, there are some places that I have been, I, I thought I was dreaming. Dreaming. <sighs> oh, man. <laughs> I was in Japan. And uh, we went for a board meeting. And somebody had asked me, are you going to invite Dr. Yogi Cho to Ghana? I said, me? I'm not inviting him at all. I don't, I'm not, I'm not inviting him at all, but I've invited him before and he, he didn't want to come. I said, me, I've said I will never invite because I don't want any, it's like we are inviting the person and he doesn't want to come and it's like you are foreskinning. So I said, so we're sitting at the meeting, oh, we finished the meeting, we went through the minutes and everything. Now suddenly, Dr. Cho turned to me said, brother Doug, Ghana, we want to come to Ghana. When can we come to Ghana? I said, ah, are you coming to Ghana? I said, they, they were just talking, okay, we have decided to come. Which can we come? August 28, 2001. We are coming to Kolegono. Yongicho, hey. I At first, I thought I was dreaming. Dreaming. <laughs> when the Lord brought us back and restored our freedom, we felt so good, we felt so strong. At first, we thought we were Dreaming How we laugh How we sang We were overflowing Then we had Prepare to jump Come on Look what the Come on, jump for the Lord The Lord has done great things for us And we are filled with joy What? 
I see many people being brought from the bachelor, bachelor's club. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a clap offering and you may be seated. It's good. I said it's good. There's revival in the house. It's good. The Lord has turned your captivity. But there are still some people who don't want to move with the moving revival. So when we are singing and we are dancing, you are still like a statue. If one day you wake up and you are a statue, don't blame God. Amen. It's time to give an offering. After you have... After, after you have been brought out of captivity and your mouth has been filled with laughter, brother, it's time to give a proper offering. Now, can 500, 500, 1,000, 1,000, you know, huh? You have been brought out of captivity, out of that place, so that you can give a proper offering to the Lord. Mr. Johnson, a proper offering unto the Lord. All right, so take out a good offering this um, beautiful Sunday morning, afternoon, you know, a combination of the two, um, and we are overflowing. Is that not so? Tell somebody, let your offering be overflowing, and welcome the roses to give us a song.
Wonderful. Thank you very much, choir, for helping to lift the Lord's name high on the earth. Praise the Lord. I believe that um, this has been a powerful service already, and God has been real to us in our worship and praise. Like Bishop said, it's already part of the worship and praise already recorded, so they add the message to the tape, um, to the tape, and I think they must sell it for 10000 Oh, all right, they'll keep the normal price, but by all means, get it. I believe that um, already uh, Bishop is welcome, and um, we meet him for a Sunday, and he's here again to lead us into God's promises and God's direction for our lives. And I trust the Lord that as we move along, we're going to have more blessings and more directions and instructions are going to come our way, and we shall be blessed. Pastor Atto, can I have an amen? Right. Can you stand to your feet and let's welcome the bishop together as he comes to minister the word of the Lord to us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your word this morning, afternoon. We pray that you bless us and lead us in Jesus' name. Amen. Right. Now, you may be seated for just a moment, and I'm going to be preaching for uh, 10 minutes. 15 minutes maximum. Pastor Johnny, are you here? Okay. Um, Pastor Pina, now you're welcome. Now, I want you to... Uh, who can help me? Ralph, signal me when it's 10 minutes. All right. Now, Psalm 23. Psalm 23. I bring you greetings from uh, Panama and uh, Colombia where I was uh, this last uh, weekend. Um, I was having a program with Pastor Alvarez in his church in Panama City, Panama, and also in uh, Colombia. So the Lord was good and uh, very merciful. We thank the Lord for all his wonderful miracles. Can somebody turn off the air conditioners? Right. Psalm 23, verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Amen. Now, Psalm 23, are you there? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not do what? In other words, you are not going to lack. Now, we are back to our series on I shall not want. Hallelujah. And I'm, I'm carrying on to teach you why you shall not want and how to live a life so that you shall not want. Now, the first part of the series was um, about uh, the fact that God will provide in so many different ways. And then the second part, and how God provides, okay? Now, the second part of the series is about, um, what do you call it? Um, about you shall build a house. Do you remember that? Okay? That is part two. Now, we are in part three, which is you shall have food and raiment. Okay? Turn with me to First Timothy chapter 6. Verse 8. Now let's read from 1 Timothy from verse 8. And let's read uh, downwards. Can we read from verse 8 together? Ready, go. And let's carry on. Carry on, please. Ve and a snare. Okay, all right. Let, let's read from verse 6, please. Verse 6. 
Now, verse uh, 8 says, having food and raiment, let us therewith be content. Okay? Now, once, I, I do not know if you remember, I tried to establish uh, that you shall have food and raiment and that God wants us to have the basics, what food and raiment stands for. Do you, do, you, do you have that anywhere? You shall have your necessities, what belongs to you, what it takes to live, what it takes to survive, and your human rights. Do you have all that somewhere? That's what it means to have food and raiment. Okay. Now today, I want to um, go on a bit further and um, analyze a bit further the verse 8. Let's look at it. It says, of 1 Timothy chapter 6, it says, Having food and raiment, let us therewith be content. Okay? Let us therewith be content. Now, so the title of my message today is, Why You Should Be Content With Food and Raiment. Okay? Why You Should Be Content With Food and Raiment. Why You Should Be Happy content and okay with food and raiment. Now, I have defined food and raiment, and I've defined food and raiment as your basics. You get it? The basics. And, 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 and for basics, we, we, we are not using Ghana as a standard. We are using the international standards. Doris, you agree with, do you agree with that standard? Okay? And, 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 and we said $300, less than $300 means you are below the poverty line. So basically, that's $300. You should believe God to have at least $300 income a month, which is very low, but we take it like that, okay? So $300, which is 2.1 million CDs. You get it? <laughs> it's, it's, it's basic. Amen. Are you still around? Are you still around? All right, so if you are an employer, believe God to pay at least food and raiment to your workers. And if you are not getting food and raiment, believe God for better than food and raiment. Amen. Now, there is, look at me everybody, because what I'm preaching about today is so important. And I've told Ralph to tell me when it's 10 minutes. Start now, the 10 minutes, okay. <laughs> now, uh, why you should be happy with food and raiment? Which means... You know, if you don't have all the excessive riches of the world, that's what I'm trying to say, it, it, it should, you should not be disturbed or unhappy. In fact, you should not even want it. It's, it is wisdom not to want those things. <laughs> yeah. Things that are, anything that's beyond food and raiment is not necessary. I don't want it. I, I, I don't want to have millions of dollars. I don't, I don't need it. I don't, I, don't, I don't have anything to do with it. Apart from doing the work of God. I don't, I, it's, 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 it's of no use. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Major, we are surprised at what you are saying. <laughs> yeah. You see, I'm, I'm sharing with you from the Bible, and I'm going to give you three reasons why you don't need more than food and raiment. Okay. Okay. Number one. Reason number one. When you have more than food and raiment, or when you have excessive riches, 
you tend to forget God. When you have a lot of money, you tend to forget God. There are not many rich people in church. Do you know that? I was watching uh, this, uh, uh, when they were vetting um, Dr. Indom. When I came to Ghana, I saw that they were vetting him. And they were asking him that uh, this uh, television, that's why I'm talking about it. I, I like to talk about things that I see. I hope you don't mind. Yeah, they were asking him, they said, you used to earn, you were going to earn about $20,000 a month or so for some work that you are going to do. And then when you become a minister, you are going to earn about 300, less than $300. Did you see that thing on television? So, you see, there, all I'm saying this about this is, I'm just trying to show that there are people who are earning a lot of money. There are people who earn a lot of money, who come by a lot of money. Our poverty is gross. President Clinton, he's, he went somewhere last week. He went to give a speech. So they paid him $100,000 for his speech. And next week he's going for another speech, $100,000. He has a lot of $100,000 speeches. <laughs> Lined up. Are, are you with me? Yeah. He has a lot of $100,000 speeches. Lined up. Give a speech, $100,000. Pa- past, past president. So, I'm, I'm just saying all these things to tell you that there are a lot of people with a lot of money. But, you see, God in his wisdom has told us that do not lay up treasures on earth. See, what I'm saying may sound funny, but it is true. Do not do not lay up treasures on earth. But having food and raiment, which I defined last time, <laughs> I defined food and raiment the last time by Ghanaian standards, but by international standards. We cannot go by Ghanaian standards. Our standards are far too below the mark by what is acceptable by the world body, United Nations. And people tend to forget God. Look, there are so many things that I need money for, to do. I mean, when I say I need, I need money to do the work of God. I, I want to print more books. Many of our books are finished. One of our books that I, we really need to print urgently is a book on loyalty. It's, this, it does not exist anymore. I asked how much the printing is how much did he tell me? 47 million cities, almost 50 million cities to print that book. Just to print a few more copies to bring back into the system. I mean, I, I have a lot of things that I need to use for money. We need to buy church buildings in Nigeria. We need to buy a church building in, even in London. We are trying to buy a church building in London and church buildings in different parts of the world. There's so many things that I'll do that. Mr. Johnson, where is Johnson? He's a contractor there. He's, building with a lot of money. Very expensive. I have so many things to pay. And we need a lot of money for a whole lot of things. But there are people who could just say, how much is this? Take this, 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 that. But not many of such people come to church. Because why? Why? Listen carefully. Listen carefully. What I'm saying is so important. Because riches, 
make people forget God. So sometimes it's even good that you are poor. Look, when I went to Colombia, you should see the people. Where are you people? You, 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 you see me walking around here. I, I really, you, you don't even appreciate me sometimes. Where? You should have seen me in Colombia. I was a star to them. Maybe I'm just moving around here. I'm, I'm nobody here. <laughs> but as I was, I was talking to my interpreter, and I said, I said to him, I said, Pedro, these people are so open to God. And I said that the poverty. You see, the, Colombia is very poor. Very, 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 very poor. In fact, we sell the books. My books are in Spanish now. So we sell the books less than we sell them even in Ghana. Yeah. And we sold thousands at the crusade. They bought. In fact, and the pastors were so surprised that the people had bought so many books. They said that the People are so poor and things are so desperate. You know, they are having this kind of guerrilla war. Did you see it on television? You see, they have, they have the rebels power in, in Colombia. And in fact, between the border, on the border of Colombia is Panama. And the Panama people don't want any Colombians to come there. So they, there's no road between the two countries. And they don't want a road. You know? And you ask yourself, why are the churches full of people? I had a service Monday morning. The place was packed Monday morning, 9 o'clock. Packed. Then on Tuesday morning, 9 o'clock, packed. And they were standing from the back to the front in the middle of the aisle like that. But they're just standing right up to the front like that. There's nowhere to sit, nowhere out there. Everybody was just, just standing. Fill the stage, sitting everywhere the second day. Tuesday morning. This last Tuesday. Why are they coming to God like that? One of the reasons is our poverty does not allow us to be proud. But go to Europe to get a church with 30 people or 17 people in the church. Brother, you've got a breakthrough and a revival. You are really called by God. Our church in Europe, somebody who said in certain places, you see, the white people don't go to church. It's the Ghanaians and the Nigerians. But the white people don't go to church. They don't know God. They don't want God. Why? Because when people are rich, they tend to forget God. And so God has in his wisdom told us that having food and raiment, be happy. When I say food and raiment, you have your house, you have a car, you are able to live, you are able to do what you need to do. You know, I, I read, did I not read the human rights to you? You must be able to go travel to any country that you wish to travel, return to your own country if you wish, be able to live where you want to live. So if you don't want to live at Zongo or Kolebu or wherever you are living, you want to live at East Legon or wherever, you should be able to. That's not riches. That's food and raiment. <laughs> Amen. 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 But you see, people want to go beyond. Now, let me, let me give you some scriptures. Don't, don't, let me read for you. I don't want you to open your Bible because it's going to take so much time. But you can take note of the scriptures. Okay? It makes you forget God. Deuteronomy 8, very popular scripture, verse 13. I'll read it. It says, 
When thy heads, this was God's warning to the people as they were about to prosper, thy heads and thy fields multiply, and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast multiplied, then thy heart be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. What happened when the Lord multiplied everything? They forgot. In fact, he was warning them that when the Lord has multiplied, let me read it again. He said, when your heads and your flocks multiply, your shirts and your shoes and your dresses multiply, and all your silver and your gold, in other words, your money, the money that you have is multiplied, then your heart be lifted up. You see, it comes with the prosperity. Rarely do you have rich people coming to church. Rarely do you have rich people coming to church giving. Sometimes the poor people give more than the rich. Sometimes, I say sometimes the poor people give more than the rich people. You'd be surprised. A poor man who doesn't have is giving more than a rich man is giving. Psalm 62, verse 10. Don't read, don't, uh, just note it down. If riches increase, notice, if riches increase, this is the King James Version, set not your heart upon them. Did you hear it? If riches increase, set not your heart upon them. Many people, when they see money and they see some prosperity, they set their heart on the riches. Careful. Number three. Matthew 19, verse 23. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Verily, verily, I say unto you, that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. A rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. Reverend Saki, is it not frightening. A rich man shall hardly enter. I'm reading directly from the Bible. Matthew 19 verse 23. A rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. Hardly shall rich people come to to heaven. You mean to church. Those going to heaven, the embassy is church on the way to heaven. So you see them in church before they get to heaven. (laughs) So those on their way to heaven are, are seen in church. Hardly do you see rich people coming to church. They insult us. They say we are all liars. We are all thieves. My children go to school and people tell people's children, tell my children that, oh, your pastor, your father is a pastor. He's a thief. Little children. As I was asking my children, who is is telling you this? Because they come home and then they're upset that, you know, this is what somebody, some of the other children are saying. Children of politicians. And I said, wow, who is more of a thief than a politician? But what, 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 here you are, you have people who are rich and people who have money and so on. They don't, they don't, they don't regard us. They don't regard us. Oh, man. They don't regard us. You have common people who love God. The Bible says, hardly shall a rich man enter the kingdom of heaven. Hardly, hardly, hardly. That is why, you see, in as much as we want to prosper, we want to have cars and houses and blessings, we need to have what we need. 
That's what we, that's what we should have. Amen. Beyond what you need, there's no need. Beyond what you need, there's a use for it for the kingdom of God. I'm telling you, I'm telling you the Bible. You may not like what I'm saying, but I'm telling you the truth. Hardly shall a rich man. It makes you forget your God. When riches increase, set not your heart on them. Because your heart goes to the name. Let me get more. Let me get more. Let me get more. Mark 4.19. And the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lusts of other things entering in, choke the word and it becometh unfruitful. Notice. Riches of the world, cares of the world, and riches, deceitfulness of riches, choke the word and they become unfruitful. First Timothy 6 verse 9. They that will be rich fall into temptation. They, people who want to be rich, fall into temptation. I'm reading from the Bible directly. Directly, if your vision is money, 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 you will fall into temptation. Simple, I didn't say it. I didn't, Pastor Tudu, do you see my name? Is my name here? No, sir. Anywhere? No, sir. Nowhere. Auntie Jane, do you see my name here? Do you see my name? I'm reading from the Bible. You want to be rich and that's all your vision. I don't have a vision to be rich. I have a vision to have enough. Put a raiment. I'm okay with that. I don't need to have uh, houses all over the world, houses all over Accra. I don't need to have houses here, houses there, houses there. No, I don't need it. I don't need it for anything. If I have it, fine. Well, it's, it's not, it's not, I'm going to show you. This is just the first reason. The first reason that people who set their heart on such things often fall into temptation. Look at the whole of Europe, America. Those, they, forgotten God. They are so stinking rich. There's no God in their mind or in their lives. Absolutely no God. I said, I said to my interpreter in Colombia, I said, I prefer to be a poor man in Africa and to believe God than to be a rich man in Europe. I thank God that I, thank God that I was born in Africa. I thank God. And I was saying that perhaps God's greatest blessing to Africa is our poverty. Perhaps that is our greatest asset that through that we have come to know our God. Second reason why food and raiment is enough. Are you there? Is because um, riches are fleeting and uncertain. When I say fleeting, they are temporary. The, the riches are temporary, if you like. Fleeting is another word. Temporary. Uh, Cynthia, can you give me another word for fleeting? Transient. Don't last long. Yes, I want a word. Transient, temporal, temporary. All right? Now, riches are transient. Just for a period. Your money is just going to last for a period of time. So why should I work so hard for something that just lasts for a period? Even houses, we call it real estate. I say, when you are going home today, pass through Jamestown. You know Jamestown. When you go to Kolebu Junction, go straight. Don't go... To uh, Kwakwe, when you get to Kwakwe last stop, don't turn left or right. Just go down. You will see my grandfather's house at the crossroads there. It used to be perhaps the most beautiful house in Accra. We are still in Accra. My grandfather died some years ago. That house, if they dash it to you, you can't, you, you can't, you can't even be there. 
<laughs> it's not even the area is not a wanted area. You know, people are looking at East Legon and places like that. Uh, what do they call those here? Manet, where Reggie Manuel, Grace, and whatnot. Those are the areas. Just go that. That was the best house in Accra, maybe. People are looking for Sampa Valley and places like that. <laughs> so it's fleeting. Let me give you a scripture. The increase of his house shall depart, and his goods shall flow away in the day of his wrath. Job 20, verse 28. Psalm 49, verse 10. For he seeth that wise men die, and likewise the fool and the brutish person, and leave their wealth to others. Proverbs chapter 23, notice verse 5, very, very important. It's so temporary, so transient, so temporal, so fleeting that you, all you need of this temporary business thing is just enough, Angie. Take it from me. I didn't say it. I'm reading from the Bible. Is this the Quran? What do you write? What do you read here? Something what, what is it? The Bible or the Quran? It's the Bible. Bible. Notice this. Everybody listen. This is the most important verse. Listen. Proverbs 23 verse 5. It says, Will thou set thine eyes upon that which is not? For riches certainly make themselves wings. They fly away as an eagle towards heaven. Will thou set thy eyes on that which is not? Are you going to spend your whole life <laughs> at that which is not and which lasts for just a short while? I thought you were wiser than that. Me, I'm becoming wiser in my life. Oh, as I grew, I said, hey, I've come to see that all I need is just enough. Just be moving around. What I need is enough to be here and to check out when I need to check out. That's all. Having food and raiment, let us be content therewith. Will you set your eyes on that which is not something which flies? Brother? No, I'm going to give you a task, Isaac, after church. I want you to go and catch a sparrow for me. <laughs> How many would like to be sent on Saturday? If you were in secondary school and somebody called you and said, Hey, come here, go and catch a sparrow. How many realize that the person is going to be really running? And it's not likely that he's going to get it. How do you set your affection on something which flies? Flies around. Hmm. I'm reading on. Proverbs 27, verse 24. For riches are not forever. Riches are not forever. Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 18. Yea. Yea. I hated all my labor. <laughs> which I have taken another son because I should leave it unto the man that should be after me. <laughs> I hated all my labor which I had taken another son because that I should leave it to the man that will be after me. Yes. My father was not a poor man. My father built houses. He built hotels. He left it for me. I've never worked to build a hotel, but I have a hotel. Whether I'm wise or foolish, I have it. Whether I want it or I don't want it, I have it. By inheritance, I have it. It's amazing. 
What's the first reason why food and raiment is enough? Pardon? Because excessive riches make you forget God. Write it that way because excessive riches make you forget God. Amen. Number two. Riches are fleeting and uncertain. So why should you follow? In, and write it to back end. Why should I spend my Sunday afternoon chasing a sparrow? Huh? Now the last reason, and then we are ending. It is because the reason why food and raiment is, is enough is because it is disappointing. In the end, it is disappointing to accumulate riches. It is a point, it's a very disappointing thing to do with your life. Accumulation of riches. Very, very disappointing. You will be disappointed. You will be. You will be disappointed for having spent your life just accumulating riches. Somebody look up and say, oh, you could have been a doctor. I could have been. I am still a doctor, but I could have been working in America. Oh, yeah. Big time. I'm not disappointed. It is rather disappointing to spend my time accumulating riches. For what? I read to you scriptures upon scriptures. Notice Job chapter 27, verse 16 and 17. Are you there? I am waiting for you. I'm going to read to you. You got it? Don't open to it. I'm, I'm opening. So just to be fast, it says, Though he heap up, notice, silver as the dust and prepare raiment as the clay he may prepare it but the just shall put it on and the innocent shall divide the silver he says that although he heaps up silver like dust let him heap it up others are going to put it on the clothes will be worn by others. Amen? Amen? So it's disappointing to spend all your time accumulating something that somebody's going to use. One day, a friend of mine went to France and he told me a very sad story. He said, he was looking after somebody's boat. When he got there, there was another man who was looking after, he had a boat there and so on. And the man was acting very strange. He comes there in the morning, he just sits by the boat, and he just, whatever, a very expensive yacht or so that he had bought, and he was just there every morning, he comes and he's just there and so on. And then they asked about him, that, who is this guy who owns this boat and who comes to sit there and he's just there all the time? The guy said, well, he's a rich man, but he has cancer, and the doctors have told him that he's going to die. And because of that, he's trying to spend all his money just to spend the money so that he can be happy and do something to use the money before he dies. Because the doctors have told him when he was going to die. You see, money is, is useless. You, you realize that you've accumulated it and then you exit. Others come to eat it. Sometimes even the people you wish you would leave it to, they never get it. The people you really wish would have, they don't have it. Even the thing you want to give to them, they, don't, they never get it. There are people who die and people are fighting battles in court for many, many years up till today. 
40 years go by, they are still in court. You heap it up. So don't heap up. That's why we say give offerings. Give to the Lord. You are going to heaven. I said you are going to heaven. When you get to heaven, it's there that things will be permanent. It says in the Bible, lay not up for yourself treasures on earth where moth and rust do corrupt. But lay up for yourself treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not corrupt and where thieves cannot break in and destroy. Lay it up in heaven. When you get there, you have a major bank account. Things are sitting there waiting for you. I see you laying up for yourselves in heaven. Hallelujah. Just let me read one more scripture. Psalm 39 verse 6. Surely every man walketh in a vain show. Surely they are disquieted in vain. He heapeth up riches and knoweth not who shall gather them. Ecclesiastes 2.26. God giveth to a man that is good in his sight. Wisdom and knowledge and joy. But to the sinner, he giveth him travail to gather. Everybody say to gather. And to heap up that he may give it to him that is good before God. This also is vanity and vexation of spirit. And finally, the great scripture, lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, where thieves break through and steal. Amen. How many realize that food and raiment is enough? Now, if you don't have food and raiment, you don't have enough yet. How many don't have yet food and raiment? If you don't have food and remain, stand, stand, stand on your feet. Because <laughs> you don't have food and remain. <laughs> yeah, if you don't have food and remain, that, that is basic, basic necessities of life. You don't have a house, you don't have a car, you don't have a job. Huh? <laughs> The ability, the ability to go to any country where you want to go, and then the right to rest, holiday, vacation. Is there anybody still sitting now? I want to meet the person who has the food and raiment. I see some people at the back who have food and raiment. Powerful. Please be my personal friends after church. <laughs> A lot of people are saying that you should sit down. <laughs> Oh, but I see God giving you food and raiment this year. Amen. But, but don't set your heart on a sparrow. Sister, do you understand what I'm saying? Sparrows fly. You, you'll be sweating. And you still won't catch them. How many? Come, my sister. Uh, sorry, I don't know your name. Do you mind? I don't know. Sometimes I don't know. If, 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 I, if, I, if I take this sister standing here and I ask her this afternoon to go and catch a sparrow and bring it, do you think she'll get it by 4 o'clock this afternoon? <laughs> How many think that she's going to be really sweating? That is how riches are. But God is giving you food and raiment in Jesus' name. Lift your hand and thank the Lord for food and raiment. Father, we thank you for food and raiment. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your healing. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your word. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Give your people, Lord, food and raiment. Yes, food and Jesus. raiment. Yes, Bless your people, Lord. Receive, Bless your people. Lord. Let them not lack anything receive, that is Lord. good. Receive, Thank you Lord. for peace Hallelujah. and many blessings. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. As every head is bowed, every eye closed. If you want to give your life to Jesus, 
Raise up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you. Raise up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you. All right, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.